Hello, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in to this brand new edition of College Thoughts. We're your hosts, Hamza and Gerson. And today on College Thoughts, we're going to be tackling a, a pretty important issue, I'd say. Electoral college versus the popular vote. All right, people, let's get straight into it. No cuts. No butts. And, and no, no coconuts. coconuts. Electoral college versus, versus the popular vote. So, do you want to preface? You can preface. I'll, I'll preface. I'll preface. So, it's been about three weeks since Joe Biden, won, since the election was called. Yes. Yeah. It's been, it's been three weeks since the election was called. Has it really only been three weeks? Yeah. Does it feel like a long time ago? It feels like a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, this episode is being released um, on the night of um, the last day of November. The night? A- AKA, AKA, it's a Monday night. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, anyways. We're just, rolling into the first of December yes, as of tomorrow. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Uh, 2020 is coming to an end. Uh, Thankfully. Yeah, we just wanted to let you beautiful people know that though we have been on a sabbatical for the past month and a half, episodes are hopefully going to start rolling in. Is it only been a month and a half? Yeah. Wow, that's how time works. That is crazy, right? Yeah. Anyways, let's get straight into it. The Electoral College versus the popular vote. So, obviously, I think the Electoral College vote is a little flawed. Um, just it's not obvious, but you're telling us now. Go yeah. ahead. Well, that's why um, I'm not the biggest fan of the popular vote, but why do we have a popular vote? Why do we have an Electoral College vote? That's what we're going to get into today. Yeah. yeah. And so, basically, I just feel that there are currently, you know, Americans, U.S. citizens... There specifically. Are, specifically. Because um, there's a bit more people in the U.S. than that. No but there is 314.1 million people that are U.S. citizens currently um, in the U.S. Okay. Right? And you know how many electoral college votes we have? Yeah. 538. You know? So I feel like for every one electoral college vote, that means only... 538,000 people are getting represented for one electoral That's not how it works, though. I know that's not how it works, but I'm just saying... But I know, but it's not... It's not proportional representation. I know, but it should be, because... Oh, I, 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 oh, at least I, that's the I, argument I understand what you're saying. Making. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. Okay, okay. So, so, so clearly, you're arguing against the, the electoral college. Yes. Okay? And, uh, and maybe a more fitted version of the electoral college yes something that resembles the popular vote more mm-hmm. okay so my question and so i'm not sure if it's obvious but i am gonna advocate in the case of the electoral college mm-hmm. right so just to i guess preface right like we were trying to before joe biden won the election right and we're talking about this because this election joe biden won the popular vote and he won the electoral college in but it was quite close it, it was, was quite close it was very quite and close and generally speaking, if you d- if you win one, you tend to win the other. There but are that only- isn't always the case. No, yeah. there are, there are five times in U.S. history where someone has won the popular vote, but not won the electoral college. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, to win the presidency, you need to win the electoral college. Now, just a little bit of explanation for our non-U.S. listeners. That is very true. Yeah. Yes. So the electoral college is basically a system um, of representation that we use in the U.S. So the truth is, the fact that we vote for the president ourselves is kind of is kind of not true. The way it works is there are five hundred and thirty eight electors 
in the US. And those electors are people who have vouched their votes for a specific candidate. And when we vote, we're actually voting for one of those electors. An elector is signed to a district or whatever, right? And when you vote, you're voting for a specific elector. Mm -hmm. And then that elector ends up voting for the person you voted for, right? So if you vote for Biden, right, then the, the elector in your area, right, will vote blue. Does that make sense? Now, I, I guess there's no one to respond. There is no one to respond. Does it? Yeah, that does make sense. Now, here... here well, actually... Well, here's the kicker. Okay, here's the kicker. Yeah. So here's the kicker. If you win the majority of the electoral votes in a state, in many states, you end up getting all of the electoral votes. I'm pretty sure it's in all states. No, there's a couple exceptions. Are there? I okay. think so. Well, basically... So, to explain that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... So, um... So Florida, I believe Florida is a is a good swing state, and Florida has like a number of electoral votes, right? And they're a winner take all state. Okay. Now, if Florida, if you win, there's electoral the electoral votes in Florida. There's about twenty nine. If you win more than half of those votes, then you automatically get all twenty nine, and then Florida goes to whoever you voted for, right? So that's why when people like. When people cover the U.S. election, they they do it in a matter of states and they follow states because a whole state can go to a person, whereas it's very rare where the specific electoral votes will go to specific people that are split up in each state. Well, yeah. So basically, and as you did say, there are some like non-U.S. Winner take all. Uh, no, some non-U.S. citizen in listening to this. Oh, yeah. And for them, this is sounds... As stupid it as sounds, it is, it sounds pretty dumb. It sounds it? Yeah. overly complicated, in my opinion. And yeah. Also, I'm gonna because um, I mean most do some more, most U.S. citizens should know how they this should work, know, and but that's even, an opinion. Even most Americans don't, you yeah. know, and that's just another flaw of many other systems in place. But just for people who um, don't know any backstory, um, Hamza did also forget to mention that each state gets a certain number of electoral college votes due yeah. to their population. It's based on population. Uh, it's based on population, but also. Um, every state is already automatically guaranteed. I could be wrong. I think it's three electoral college votes. Yeah. So every state automatically gets three, and then it's the reason um, for that distributed proportionally yeah. to the size. The reason for that is because you get a you get a in this is kind of um, opening up another like another bag, another can of worms. Mm-hmm. But you get an electoral vote for every senator and representative. Okay. So every state has at least two senators, right? Mm-hmm. But some states have 50 representatives, like California, whereas Rhode Island only has one representative, yes. right? So California has 50-some electoral votes, and Rhode Island only has three because they have two senators and one representative, right? Um, so by that degree, it's a mixture of proportional representation, right, and disproportionate representation. Yeah. Now, you're, what you're trying to say, right, is that you wish it was just proportional, right? I, I think That the electoral be, yeah. votes match the people who voted. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, what's the point of the po- of the electoral college then? Uh, Shouldn't it just be popular vote? I think it will. I think it should just be popular vote, or at least, um, hopefully, in the later segment, we can go to a better um, voting system that we can put in place. Yeah. At least like touch upon, but I just feel like in the U.S. there's a lot of division between having the electoral college and not, yeah. and what we would use um, since it's kind of been there since the beginning. Since it's the been founding, since, since the, uh, the since we've been having elections, since we've, we've been had having elections, college. and so back then, in my opinion, 
it was okay at the time. Yeah. But at at the way the U.S. is now compared to when it originally was, there's far too many states and too many people um, where they should keep having the system. Well, I'll tell you what. Okay, so part of what you're saying is actually interestingly true. Mm-hmm. So the, the Electoral College was originally built so that a majority of the population yeah. wouldn't take over the country. Yeah. Okay? That's why the Electoral College is built. Because if you think about it, right? If there are uh, if there are seventy five million people um, voting, voting right, and let's say the country is that big, right, and fifty million people want one thing and 25 million people want another thing, the fifty million people are gonna win, right? Yeah. Now the truth is that's majority rules. That is majority right? rules. Yeah. Now, but the but the thing is, right? What if twenty five million people live in five states, and fifty million people live in another five states? Mm-hmm. Then it's not majority rule. Okay. You understand what and I'm so, saying? And so this actually... This and that's point, why the Electoral College exists. So this point actually comes up a lot when arguing um, why there should be an Electoral College Electoral College? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, when you actually look at the numbers, you know, at least population-wise in the United States, right? Um, the top 10 biggest cities only have 15% of the entire U.S. population. It's a huge population, though. Yeah. The 10 biggest cities? The 10 biggest cities. Oh, but then when though. you think about it, right? Because yeah. New York is the most populated city in the U.S. Okay. Right? But, but then as you is... keep... New York City, the, the city. Sure. Right? But as you keep going down that list, that number keeps going down drastically where, to the point where the la- like the 10% of the U.S. population, like the last 10% throughout the U.S. is very close to the top 10. Right? So you still wouldn't... Just because you get all the big cities... Right doesn't mean you're gonna get the entirety of the U.S. Because when you think about it, statistically, but here's here's the thing, uh-huh, right? I understand what you're saying, okay? But here's what I'm trying. I think that that argument kind of got away from you, a little bit. But I guess the the premise of the winner take all system, mm-hmm. right, is that if New York, right, mm-hmm. if New York City, if you can win New York City. You're gonna win the state of New York. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Because the majority of, of the state lives in New York City, right? So if you win New York City, right, then you're gonna win the state of New York. And going from fifteen percent of the population, right, it ends up becoming a much larger percentage because you end up winning the entirety of the state. Well, okay. It's, I like how you brought up New York, right? Sure. So eight eight million people live in New York. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, and the largest, and that's the city. Yeah. Right? The largest city so far we have in the U.S. Sure. But that's only 2.6% of the total population. And I, and I understand when we talk about the winner-takes-all system, at least in the U.S., you know, if states are, like, usually, like, winner-takes-all and this and that, right? Per state. Per state. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying it's flawed because in one state is different in my opinion when you're looking at it as the overall picture yeah right because so you think that people if like if republicans are voting in a certain state those votes should go out separately than the democrats voting in a specific state well that's what i'm saying is that's why i'm saying the system is flawed because we also do have a two-party system but i'm also not trying to go into any other topics yeah well so i understand what you're saying right so i think an argument that you're trying to like that could be made is that the electoral college could have could lose lose the 
Uh, I guess. Well, because the way we're it, talking about because it takes away motivation. About, to it vote. takes away motivation, especially to vote. in places that. So we live in Maryland, yeah. right? Um, and Maryland is a very, very democratic state. Yes, it's voted Democrat for quite a while now. It, and the truth is, right? Our, our, just statistically speaking, right? Your and my votes, if we're voting Democrat, yeah. don't really matter. See, because but then, the majority of the state is going to vote Democrat anyway. Yes. Yeah. But that's because we're looking at it on a state-to-state basis. But I think that's what we need to do. Well, when you think about it, because... So you're arguing that it should be on a country basis? I'm just... I'm arguing that it should be on a country basis. Because when you look at it, right? Well, that, going back to the argument about how there's, you know, over 300 million people in the U.S., yeah. right? The top 10 cities... The top 10 cities only make up 10% of the population, right? Yeah. So that's not, gonna, that's not enough to win you the majority... Of the United States, you, bring up, you keep on bringing up these top ten cities. What does that do? Like, because because that's what. Well, you're not mentioning this, but I know a lot of people who do argue for the electoral college. Um, the electoral college vote is for because they don't want candidates only focusing on the top biggest cities because that's where the most people are. Yeah, exactly. Right. The, but because the whole purpose of mm-hmm. the electoral college, and I think, well, we've already talked about the purpose, but I think more the zing in it, right? And the and the the um. The key, right, mm-hmm. is to tackle states that don't lean one way or the other. Yeah. And that's why, and I'm sure non-American listeners and American listeners, everyone knows, I've heard of a swing state. Yeah. Right? And that's where the concept of swing states is. Now, you're looking at this from a population standpoint, which makes sense because you like the popular vote. I'm looking at this from a state-to-state standpoint, and that's because I like the Electoral College, yes. right? But I think that when there is, that's why I think the Electoral College does matter because when it comes to swing states, right, yes. your vote means that much more. And candidate attention means that much more. Okay, but then, and, and that's where we're going to get to another point, right? Yeah. These swing states, sure. you get a lot of candidates. Ohio, Ohio Georgia, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Florida. People, these candidates go out to these states, right? Yeah. Because their vote means more it does but then that's the flaw it, in the system because you're saying it belittles the votes because of the it other. belittles the votes of the big of the other people okay that's why i'm saying each vote should hold the same amount of weight proportionately proportionally to the population because even if right and that's why i keep bringing up these cities because people think that they of course they're going to go to the highest populated cities yeah but even statistically but they they're don't. not going to win no the vote either way that's why even now I the majority of the candidates don't even go to New York City. They don't go to LA. They don't need to. Because they don't need they to. They go to the middle of the country. They go to the middle of the country. They go to Florida. They go to Pennsylvania, yeah, right? Yeah, this okay. way, candidates would have to be a lot smarter in where they travel, where they have their so advertisements. Okay, so you're you arguing see? you're arguing that states would get more attention yeah. if the popular vote was, was all we had. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good point. Because you're right. It, it, in essence, it does paint a picture that some votes are worth less than others, yes. right? Now, just, now just, just on a, a number standpoint, mm-hmm. that's just not true, yeah. right? Because I think, I think here is, is the missing part of it, right? It's not about whose votes matter more or less. Yeah. I think it's more about whose votes, right, you need, right? So he, here's, here's what I mean by that, right? So just to, like, just to, just to create an analogy, right? It's like if you have three people, right? If you have three people that you know, right? Three members, right? Um, who, all, who are all willing 
to who are all able to pay for your college, okay? But you need two out of three people to do it, okay? You don't need all three of them. Yeah. You just need two out of three, right? One of them loves you, and one of them hates you. But the middle person is in the middle. Yes. He hasn't decided, he or she hasn't decided whether or not they want to spend their money on you, okay? So what you're going to do is you're not going to go after the person that hates you and ask them to, to pay for your college. No, you're going to ask for the person who isn't, hasn't decided yet, mm-hmm. right? Does that mean that you don't care about the person who is going to pay for you? No. It just means that you're relying on the person who cares, who already knows, because mm-hmm. you already know them and you already trust them. And I think it's more of, I think it's more that, you understand the, paint, the picture that I'm trying I to paint? I understand Because it's more, the, it's more the people that you already have, right? Mm-hmm. All you need to pay them, right, as of right now, is gratitude. Is gratitude. And, yeah. if, and if you lose them, right, then that attention needs to go back, right? But the people who are on the fence need more attention because they're not, not more important. They're just as important. They're just the last step. The last step. Does that make no, sense? And it, and it completely does, right? Yeah. But this is, again, where I bring my attention to how we have the whole point of this person hates you and this person loves you. Sure. Because of how divided, in my opinion, the U.S. is. It's very, very polarized. It is very polarized, right? Sure. That's why George Washington, the one of the, our first president. The one of the first presidents. First presidents. Yeah. That's why he actually was not a fan of... Parties. Parties. Yeah, and, and part of that is just like, it, it's too late now, you know? We're, it is. It we're, is we're, in the, we're in the thick of it. Yeah. So, like, we can't really stop it. It's more just a matter of doing our best with it. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, I guess that's the hard point. Um, the hard part to swallow is that we kind of just have to make do with what we have. Yeah, of course we do. And, you know, because in my opinion, it, there's a lot to be fixed, but then there's, there's two different sides to every story. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. Yeah. Hey, Gerson. What? What did Sushi A say to Sushi B? I don't know. What What did they say? Wasabi. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. All right, anyways. I'm, I'm going to steal it. Anyways, anyways, we're back. Yeah, we're back. All right. All right, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Currently, we're kind of walking in circles, talking about... Um, it, it, I, think, I think this is a matter of question questioning whether or not every individual is important, right? Or state-by-state state representation is more important, mm-hmm. right? Now I'm gonna paint a picture for you, all right? So, the Electoral College um, has been in use ever since the United States started. But there are five times in history when the, when the Electoral College was lost, uh, even though the popular vote was won, right? John Quincy Adams was the first one. The second was Rutherford B. Hayes. The third was Benjamin Harrison. Then it was 2000, George W. Bush. And then very recently in 2016, Donald Trump. He lost the popular vote. Hillary won the popular vote. And then he won the Electoral College. But I want to talk specifically about one of these instances. Because one of these instances really, really elaborates and specifically illustrates why the Electoral College was made the way it was made, mm-hmm. okay? So, Benjamin Harrison in 1888. Granted, 
this is a little out of date. A little? A little out of date. But you know what? It's still the U.S. and it's still the same system, yeah. right? So for those of you who don't know, uh, most people know who Abraham Lincoln is. Now, Lincoln was a Republican, okay? During the Union, during the time of, of um, during the time of, uh, uh, like, a- after the Civil War, um, generally speaking, the people who were pro-slaves were actually Democrats. And the people who were anti-slaves were, were Republicans. And after the Civil War ended, the people who were pro um, black representation, black voting, tended to be Republicans who lived in the North, and then Southern Democrats were against that black vote. Now, Benjamin Harrison was a president, uh, a president-elect, and he was basically um, running against Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland was the current Democrat, okay? And Grover Cleveland was going, he was an incumbent, so he was already in office. And he was actually in favor of suppressing the black vote, okay? He didn't, he didn't really care for the black vote. He, he just, and, and his Southern Democratic, Democratic supporters supported him because he didn't want the black vote, right? And at this time, a lot of the states towards the west of the country didn't exist. So most of the South took up the majority of the population of the U.S. Yeah. Now, Benjamin Harrison comes along, and he goes, all right, like, I'm a Republican. Um, we need to give people, like, we need to give black people the right to vote. <laughs> um, and we need to expand on that, right? Because obviously, like, the right to vote, they've been given the right to vote before then, but there were still a lot of rights that they didn't have, um, and just minorities in general. Benjamin Harrison was a Republican. He started to campaign, and he campaigned primarily in the North. By the end of that election, Grover Cleveland won the popular vote by 90,000 votes. Mm-hmm. At that time, that was a huge percentage, right? And even though he won the popular vote, and the people who were in favor of suppressing the black vote won, Northern Republicans won the Electoral College 233 to 161. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a perfect illustration of why the Electoral College was invented. Populous states, states with a lot of people, right, who all fall under the same guise, right, think a certain kind of way, mm-hmm. right? And they're all gunning for the same thing. Whereas 10 other states who don't have as much as population, right, but these 10 other states agree and disagree on multiple different kinds of things, but they do disagree on one thing. Mm-hmm. They disagree on they disagree with the southern states right those 10 states should be able to have more of a say than that one state and that's why the electoral college exists no and And so in this instance it worked exactly like it was designed to work in that instance though well because okay there have been many other cases don't in that instance me what i mean that is basically true go ahead and i i'm not gonna bore it and i'm not gonna sit here and bore you like hamza did shut up go ahead um but there's just been many other instances where the that liqueur cause vote hasn't worked out in the way it was designed to work sure because we also have to take into account that this was designed back when the first the country first started and there was 13 13 states, co- yeah. thir- 13 states. i was gonna yeah. say colonies I mean, now they were colonies. Now there are more. There are fifty states with a ton more population, and even now you do get that the whole point where 
most states do follow the same guys, right? But still, when you take it on a look like state to state, the fact that for you to win a state, you only need 51, the majority, yeah. right, is, in my opinion, still ridiculous. Yeah. And then, and then that's... So, what... I think maybe the compromise that we could come to, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't think having proportionate representation in states is going to do anything. Because that would just be a popular vote, yeah. right? So, maybe you, need, maybe you should need more of a majority. Maybe instead of 51 to 49, maybe it should be three quarters, we, or two thirds. Personally, yeah, I don't think we would ever get that. Why not? I well, think, obviously, like, well, yeah, this well, would have to pass through Congress. We're yeah. amending the no, original no, no, no. constitution. I mean, I mean if we were to, mean? no, I mean, oh, we would never we get were, to that consensus. We would never get to consensus. Oh. I personally doubt we only need fifty-one, or I, we can only reach fifty-one. I think we could barely, yeah, we hardly reach fifty-one. I agree. Yeah. Because when you think about this election... Also, to be clear for the beautiful people, we're talking state to state. Yeah, state to state. Yeah. yeah. That's the, I feel like that's where our argument here comes from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is your view of it the, the on winner the state to state. All. Yeah, yeah, the winner yeah. takes all. But um, basically, as we saw in this election, even though like a, for some people, like 100,000 of votes might be a lot, yeah. but it's rent Thaser, like Thaser Ren. Oh my God, razor thin. <laughs> Thaser Ren. They're razor thin margins. Yeah, they're razor thin margins. I agree. Yeah, you know, and I just feel like like Pennsylvania, it was like, fifty one. Yeah. It was like fifty point four to forty nine point six. Yeah. yeah. So it it really does get down to like you know those like numbers. Well, see, in that case, uh-huh. that's exactly what the electoral college is designed for. And that's why because think about it. okay because then because because it, it, if it if it was what. If it wasn't winner take all, right? And people like I don't know what the alternative is, if that makes sense. You know? To scrap the whole thing. And just make it pop- population? I wouldn't I wouldn't make it population. What would you nick it then? Um I would be able to give transferable votes. So basically what do you mean? so Okay, President. This works in a country that has more than two parties. Sure. So obviously I don't think it would be the best fitting. So like for Italy. The yeah. Okay. But basically, I feel like, let's say we have five parties. Sure. Right? And you rank them in order to your favorite to least favorite. Sure. Right? And let's say your favorite is, I don't know, let's say Dr. Schmusenberg's. What's his name? Doofenshmirtz? Yeah, Doofenshmirtz. I don't okay. even know So Doofenshmirtz is running. So he's running. Okay. Right? And he's your favorite. But he loses by a landslide, right? Okay. Your next, your vote then goes... To Ooh, the next person yes. you have. Wait, there's a word for this. There is a word, and I can't think of it. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's transferable. Or like... Yeah, yeah. I yeah. completely... We learned about this in the same class. We did. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I feel like that is the best form of democracy, in my opinion. Yeah. That there is. Yeah. Because both our the systems problem are is, The problem is... Yeah. We need more than two people running for president. Yeah. And, and we don't. Yeah. So I Because mean, then... Boy, you know what? Here's I'm freeballing at this point. Okay. So if any like you're, you're, this this is your own thing. This is my own thing, right? <laughs> but let's say we have more than one person. Yeah. Represent a party. Yeah. Because when What's, you think about it, not all Democrats think the same as Joe Biden. Because when you think not. about it, you know how many people were running for the one 
presidential nominee yeah, from a yeah, party. Yeah, of course. So yeah. if we were to like give him like maybe like two more, yeah, from each party, yeah, or even get like two green people in, you know, from the green party, yeah, or something. So what you're saying is that with the so if we were to expand the amount of options, yeah, there would be less. There'd be less discord. There'd be less discord. There'd be less bipolar. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You see what I mean? Yeah. I because can, that I because understand. for us, I love my man's Bernie. Right? Bernie. Bernie Sanders. Sure. Right? But for a lot of people... I actually people, didn't like Bernie that much. You didn't like... I was I a big liked, Judge fan. I liked him too. I liked a lot. He would have been he was, like... He was a cutie. He was a cutie. Yeah, I liked Judge. Yeah. Uh, but... Oh, uh, we're being... This is, this is, we're being partisan. Yeah, we're being partisan. No, but... You know... For some people, Biden is very extremist. Very leftist. And they'll call him a socialist. Right? Yeah. That's not... In my opinion, that's not necessarily what socialism is. Well, but Biden's considered, generally speaking, around the board, yeah. he's considered a moderate Democrat. He is considered a moderate he, Democrat. Because he has a lot of conservative values. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's, he teeters he on teeters the edge. He teeters the line, yeah. But, he, but he, he runs as a Democrat. And to be quite honest with you, here's, here's the problem with what you're saying, right? The way our country works, mm-hmm. right? The way our country works is... I'm not going to sit here and explain to you how our country works, but... How does our country work? Shut up. <laughs> the legislature needs to work with the, with the executive, right? Yeah. Our Congress needs to work with our president, right? Now, if our Congress and our president have, have different views, it's very, very hard to get work done. It is very right? hard. And when Obama had, a, had an all-Republican Congress, Congress, right? It, it was, was incredibly hard to get yeah. work done, right? And when, when Trump had an... Trump still has an has an all democratic house, house right? Well, it's hard to get work done. Even now, uh-huh, impeachment doesn't work. Well, whatever, right? Because the the house can go and try to impeach, right? But then the Senate is going to be like, nah, because the Senate's all Republican. Yeah. So here here is the thing, right? If a, a more um, a more democratic candidate was elected, right? It's harder to get work done under the guise. Of a Republican Congress, mm-hmm. right? So the thing is, yeah, we have a Democratic House right now, right? But we have a very Republican Senate, we do have right? Well, now, it's actually up for contention as we speak. As of right now. As of right now. As of right now. However, right, when Joe Biden goes in there as a, de- as a moderate Democrat, mm-hmm. right? He's still... He, he's, he can be seen as a little bit of a middle ground. Yeah. Right? And he can reason people who are on the other side, right? Yeah. No, that's now, really true. That, I think, is why the parties choose one person. Mm-hmm. Because every Democrat isn't the same either. Well, yeah. You know? Well, this, this opens up the debate because I did say it was just my opinion. I was freeballing. No, I understand. Because then we also have to take into account but, all the different, I, like, part, like, all the different elections going on. Because yeah. Because people think, like, especially for our US, non-U.S. viewers, it's just the, that presidency. It's just the presidential election. But it's, but no, it's Congress, Congress. It's the House. District yeah. representatives, and it gets smaller and smaller, right? Yeah. Because then you even take a look. I'm going to throw back to my one of my favorite um, poli sci teachers. There's a lot of incub- incumbent people in Incumbent. Office. Yeah, damn. Incumbent? Cucumber. Cucumber, yeah. yeah. I don't mean to be James Blunt. Yeah, incumbent. But you're a cucumber. Shut up. Go ahead. But yeah, so that's why I feel like we should open up all the elections to more than just two people. Well, some elections actually have more than just two people. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think that to do it this way would be an interesting um, an interesting change. And I also think that it's, it's unique because I would think that to solve this problem of the Electoral College, 
you would attack the voters. Mm-hmm. Not attack, but you no, would, you would you. Uh, draw your attention to the voters, voters. Whereas instead of drawing your attention to the to the people who are voting, you're drawing attention to people who are being voted for. Yeah. So to the sample size, which is which is, I think is, is an interesting way to think about it. Yeah. Ultimately, I think. Ultimately, I think it's a matter. It's it's a matter of the the matter of the fact is neither the popular vote or the electoral college electoral, are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. It's called rank choice voting. Is that what it's called? It's called rank okay. choice voting. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because you rank people, yeah, ranking, and then your second favorite, third favorite. I love how it took us this long. It took us this long. Yeah, but it's okay. We got. I knew exactly what it was called. Yeah. You said transferable votes. I was like, I'm th- I'm sitting here thinking like, your mom's sick, so you go vote for her. <laughs> What? <laughs> or someone gives you two votes. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I completely. That's understand. actually really funny though. Yeah. I like that. Ranked choice voting. Yeah. Yes. That's a very, very interesting compromise. It works in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. But the US is going to need to adapt a little bit before that can happen. Ultimately, yeah. It's, it's, it's not perfect, yeah. right? And our country is going to need to evolve and adapt to something different, something, well, not, something better, to be quite honest with you. Honestly, something that works better. You know, something that's less polarizing. Yeah. Well, people, um, every person can have their own individual um, idea and whatever to the voting system and how we vote. But I do recall. Opinion. opinion yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but I do recall from our last, uh, one of our last episodes, to vote or not to vote. Yeah. This was the election with the most votes throughout the U.S. history. In U.S. history, in U.S. history, one hundred fifty million, which is which is crazy to me that it's so little. But that's still like that's still a hell of a lot. That's still a hell of a lot. Yeah, when you think it's about amazing. It, it's amazing. It's the second largest like. What happens, you, what happens when you hate the person you're voting that that you're going against? Uh, There's a lot of hate being thrown around, you know, but on both ends. On both ends, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, you're right. The polarization has caused people to really come out and vote. Yeah. And so we had the biggest voter turnout. Vote. Turn- we, neither of us can speak today. No, no. Voter turnout in uh, in U.S. history, in US history. Yeah, which just- I think, in one hand, it's amazing. Yeah. Because I'm glad people are coming out to vote. Yeah. But on another hand, the fact that it is so hateful on yeah. why people are voting, you know. Yeah. But that's just food for thought. Yeah. And we're gonna leave it off here. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any other ideas on how to fix this nation's democracy, yeah, please let Transferable us know. Transferable votes, <laughs> ranked choice voting. <laughs> Any ideas that you have, yeah, we'll put in. We'll put in six people. We'll put a baby in there too. You can vote for a baby. You know, there's, there's. You can vote for an animal. Have a donkey run the country. You know what I don't understand? What? Why the age is thirty three? Because it's not thirty. Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Well, because at the time when the it's, constitution it's arbitrary. Was written, at the time, it wasn't them, arbitrary. Yeah. Most of them were younger. Most of them were younger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, the people who wrote the constitution were. Bro, they're like twenty year old. They were twenty year old. That amazing. Well, because at that time, that actually was pretty like. That was like middle age. Yeah, could you imagine writing something then? Like, like yeah, I'll just draft the constitution of my country. I would be on my Tinder. Freaking 19. <laughs> <laughs> swipe, right, swipe it right and left on Tinder. Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, I, I wrote the constitution. Yeah, good. yeah ben, ben, ben Franklin. Ben Franklin in his, in his bio would be like, yo, I invented like, I didn't invent electricity, but I invented bifocals. Yeah. Come at me. Come at me. Look, pretty... at me different. Look at me different. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Let us know. Tell us what you think we should do with this country. And if you're not American, if you're one of our non-American listeners, tell us how crazy you think America is. And how, tell us how your country does it. I guess if you're in the, the United Democratic Republic of Czechoslovakia, then I, you can also do that. One of, my, one of my teachers once said that the more adjectives there are in a country's name, the more unstable it is. And I think it's, I think it's pretty true. 
But guys, you can't. I'm sorry. You guys have. You can't see me, but I just died burst out laughing, laughing because of the Czechoslovakian. Because I'm hilarious. He, hilarious. I love Czech people. The lady who comes and cleans my house every day. Shout out to Dana. She's the queen. I've been. I've grown up with that lady. Really? Yeah, she's Czech. She's very angry and like Eastern European and like mean and stubborn. Don't um. But it's all right. I love her. She going? she's cool. Don't what? I'm don't uh Stere- marginalize her. Yeah. Nah, I mean like, she's cool. Yeah. She's cool. <laughs> she's chill. She cleans my house like those like the like no other. Hey, well. She she's the OG. God bless her. God bless Dana. God bless Dana. And Anyways. God bless America. You right. Yeah. You right. Maybe I should run for president one day. Maybe vote for Gerson. Vote for Gerson. And Gerson Yusuf. Or Gerson Hamza, Gerson Hamza, yeah. or I guess Landa Yusuf, twenty twenty. Yeah, Landa Yusuf. Nah, it would be twenty twenty thirty twenty forty something. Eight. Twenty forty something. Yeah, twenty forty two. We're running our forties. Yeah. Anyways, guys, it's been fun. Take it easy. Hey Gerson. Hey Hamza. If the beautiful people are listening right now. You know what that means? What does it mean, Hamza? It means they've made it through the entire podcast. The entire podcast? The whole thing. That's amazing. I know. How many goldfish attention spans is that? <laughs> 78. That's like way more than that. Isn't like the attention of a goldfish? 264. Five. I think it's like in the thousands. Is it in the thousands? Yeah. Anyways. We appreciate you We guys. appreciate you guys for being so supportive. Thank you guys for listening every single week. Always giving us feedback. And remember to keep that coming. If you ever want to criticize us. Let us know. If you ever want to uh, I mean, give us suggestions for a podcast. Let us know. If you ever want us to read hate mail on, on the podcast. Let us know. Read love mail on the podcast. Let us know. Just please, please, you know, reach, reach us. At, and where can they reach us? At reach college thoughts. At, or, uh, yeah, at reach college thoughts at gmail.com. That's reach, reach college, college thoughts, thoughts at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. The word reach as in reach. R-E-A-C-H. Yeah, I think they got it. Yeah. Yeah. So that is reach, reach college college at, at gmail.com. gmail.com.